Songs podcast. We're in season four, episode number 10. My name is Dan. This is the sports edition, actually our annual snowmobile edition. If you're interested in snowmobiling in the state of Minnesota, we do a show once a year um, highlighting sport and providing information. Um, I'll be going over information today on a trip I took with my wife this last weekend up north to Finland, Minnesota. If you're not familiar where that is, I've got a map here for you. Finland, in the Minnesota Arrowhead region. And once again, with the snow they got up there, it's always interesting. It's always fun. Um, a month ago, they got 20 inches, and then a few weeks ago, they got 30 inches. Uh, maybe that's vice versa. But uh, regardless, they had 50 inches of snow in the last uh, four or five weeks. So that makes it... Uh, very good, a very good base up there to go snowmobiling. So what we did, we, we pick a trip to go to each year. Uh, we headed up north this year to this place, went up to Finland. And once you get into the area, once you start researching your trails, what you do is this. You, you get to find the maps of the area that you want to snowmobile in. And uh, here's the one, for instance, that we did here for for Finland various um, red green blue colored trails uh, you can kind of see where you can go in and around the area and so you try to get a, a hotel or a vrbo uh, house uh, that's close and you try to pick out where you want to go this year we did a four-day trip we got a vrbo uh, up in a little uh, a house up north there for the four days and basically use that use the map here and use the map and I, what i did was pick out four trails to go on on each of the four days and try to get as much coverage we could of all the, of these uh various trails we put on 180 miles in four days uh, many people um, some groups do that in one day um, and some some do a variety of the shorter and longer trails we do just medium-sized trails each day nothing big but to get out and get to see the scenery now to go snowmobiling in minnesota very easy. You need a sticker or a tab on your snowmobile. And for three years, you buy one that's 111 bucks. It uh, goes on your sled, gives you three years of access to any trail in the state of Minnesota. The state of Minnesota has 22,000 miles of trails in the state of Minnesota. And that's, and the official trails are groomed, groomed trails. And so these are very good. You can certainly go snowmobiling wherever you want to um, without the permit uh, on, you know, uh, in the ditches and, um, and wherever else uh, uh, you'd like. But the official trails in the system, 22,000 miles that are groomed, and you must stay on the trails. They, must, they are clearly marked and whatnot. So we went up north. Did a, it's about a four and a half hour drive. Four and a half hour drive uh, was uh, once you get up there a little, you get into the forest land there up into the Arrowhead region. Very nice. Lots of snow. It was snowing, in fact, on the way on the way up. Now, on the crawl on the bottom of the screen is more information if you want to learn more about snowmobiling in the state of Minnesota. Once again, those tabs are $111 for a three-year permit. Three-year permit. You can buy them for one-year, two-year permits, or three-year permits. Typically, you can get them right there. It shows all the different trails, different events they're having. You could become a member uh, for $25 a year um, as well and get a magazine and whatnot. But 
There's the information on the bottom if you want to look that up. What I'm going to go through today is uh, some of the photos, some of the photos on the trip. Now, we happen to get good, good weather, but up in this area of the Arrowhead region, uh, we were in Finland, boy, Silver Bay, Beaver Bay. It, it's pretty much in between Duluth and Grand Portage, south of Grand Marais and um, north of two harbors but very nice once you get up there into the hills and into the forest level you can get to some good peaks like this one here i'm showing uh, where you can see the lake superior in the distance there once again they have a good base there the trails up north in this region are, are groomed at least once a week and uh and some and some may say wow that's uh that's a lot. When they groom them, you know, once a month or something. Well, these trails up up north, the farther north you go, they, they do them once a once a week, if not more. So very different than down here locally in the Twin Cities or Carver County and whatnot, where they'll uh, do them as needed. But here, there's so much of a base. Really gets to be good, hard packed snow, and I think we even with the with the uh, the lake effect in northern Minnesota off uh, Lake Superior. There, there's more snow. It's more it's fluffy. It's not as icy and, and, and chippy and sometimes slushy when it gets nice as the weather we get down here. This trails, uh, local trails, the county trails around the metro are, are sometimes when it gets warm, they get slushy. They get to be a lot of moguls, get to be a lot of hills and bumpy and be very rough. They get to be very rough. And then when it freezes, it all turns into be very slick and icy as well. Now up north, the four days that we were up there, uh, I would say almost perfect trails. Nice and fluffy snow is awesome. Good, good powder. Here's another shot of Lake Superior in the distance. Here is uh, coming into the town of Beaver Bay. Small town. Um, just, there's places on these maps as well that show you where to get gas, uh, to fill up on gas along the way. Restaurants, bars, uh, and grills. Bars and grills, places to stop for lunch. And, um, and plan your attack for the rest of the route. We saw a lot of people up there, a lot of snowmobiles. Northern Minnesota is huge for this. And this is the first time I've been up there that that far north. And um, really gets to be nice, very scenic. I usually take a GoPro on my helmet and get some footage to be able to get still photos like this as well, along with uh, you know high-def video. Now, a lot of times folks will ask, do you, do you video all your trips, all your trails, all your rides? Well, typically the answer is yes, but do I use them all? No. Uh, you never know if you're going to see some wildlife or an animal, uh, elk or a moose or deer or wildlife, or if there's an accident or a scene or something happens, uh, you have footage now um, of, of what took place. So it's always good to have the video, whether you use it or not, it's always good to take it. Um, I usually look for anything that's good, maybe keep it and then delete it and put the uh, the SD card back in for a future uh, future rise. But it's real scenic up north with all the hills. You know, for instance, you could take the Paul, Paul Bunyan Trail, that uh, route off 371 north of Brainerd into Bemidji, many, many miles there. And that I would call that more of a beginner. Those are all built on a railroad bed. They remove the railroad put asphalt down and they make it for biking and hiking and walking trails in the summer and then snowmobiling trails in the winter. Those are very good. But keep in mind, there's not a lot of turns 
and there's no elevation, no hills to go up, no hills to go down, no turns. It's all very monotonous. You're on one level, a railroad grade, essentially, that looks a lot like this here. Uh, now, this isn't that, but up in Finland and north, northern Minnesota, there's a lot more hills. There's a lot of elevation. There's good-sized hills to go up and go down, a lot of curves and trails along the way, corners. This is more uh, intermediate, uh, I think, level um, snowmobiling. Not for the beginner, but boy, you really do get up and see some good sights. And with the recent snowfall, you know, all the snow on the trees and on the evergreens, uh, that makes for just excellent scenery. So I try to get a lot of photos, uh, video. But these are all groomed trails. Now look, as you can see the trail here, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's probably gone through twice. It's probably a two-lane uh, trail here with the groomer. Um, you can have two-way traffic without any problem here. And you can see the grooves here on the right and the left of where the trail actually is. You're not out looking to find where the trail is. It's easily marked. It shows where it is with the signage. Really no way to get lost. Now when the intersections come up, what we'll do, we'll typically stop and see where we are, confirm where we're going on the right path or not. Uh, according to the, you can use GPS coordinates. Uh, some of the newer machines now have uh, the GPS, all the newer, newer machines have the GPS and the map right on, almost like a display on your car, almost like a dashboard. You can drive and see where you're going to make sure you're on the right path or not. You can even map it and to make sure you're on the right trail. Uh, many people also wing it when they, when they get going. Uh, they can um, try out a different trail or whatnot along the way, depending on if it's good or bad weather. We had, for instance, you know, four good days of good weather as well. A lot of places right along the trails, the businesses that do the best business as far as bars and grills and restaurants are, are stops along the way that are um, mentioned and advertised in the local magazines where to stop. Uh, snowmobilers stop on in. There's usually big Parking lots there, and they see in this photo here with the snowmobiles parked in, they'll stop, grab a bite to eat, and um, and take off to the next location. The ones that are right along the trails do the best business. And boy, these summer, uh, I mean, these winter months, they do the best in these uh, four months. The uh, snowmobile season begins December 1st and runs through April 1st, ends on March 31st uh, officially. So it's a four-month season every year. My wife and I ride older sleds, uh, 20 years old, still work just as good here on these trails. Everything here is clearly marked. Some of these up north, too, I find that they're duplicate use for ATV trails in the summertime as well. Many run along and underneath the telephone lines, the telephone poles, uh, where there's no trees underneath those lines. They'll run right underneath them where there's nothing to clear, no brush to clear. Summertime, they're ATV, biking, hiking. Some of these are even horse trails. Some are even in the state park. We did one day down at the Tedaguchi State Park as well, and there's snowmobile trails through there also. Here's a good shot of the trail, too, as well as after being just freshly groomed. We came in after the groomer stopped uh, off and were following him for a little bit before we passed him. But, uh, boy, to be right on the trail, freshly groomed on, on a day like this, it's uh, 
unreal. As the weekend goes goes on and moves forward, the the trails do get beat up more up north on the weekends when all these people come up north. The snowmobile brings a lot of business and tourism into the area. Uh, the trails do get beat up as far as um, hilly, bumpy moguls, and then the uh, groomer will come and flatten them all out. Really makes a difference. Here's a good shot I took. Uh, once again, after the groomer went through, you can see if you zoom in here on this photo or pause it on this, uh, you can see how fresh and how packed down and how smooth. Uh, for people who like to go figure skating or, or play ice hockey, uh, you know, right after the Zamboni goes through the ice and gets everything clean, you want to be the first uh, person out there on that ice. Uh, it's very similar in snowmobiling as well. Some of these trails, there's a state trail that we were on up in this area that, that was seemed to be groomed every other day. And uh, the, the amount of traffic that goes through here on these snowmobiles, they have to do it every other day. And it just keeps it so maintained and so smooth and so flat, so comfortable to ride. So once again, the uh, URL address is at the bottom if you're interested more of snowmobiling Minnesota. Once again, your state, your your basically your tabs, uh, your sticker registration that goes on the machine uh, allows you to go on these um, uh, access of 22,000 miles of trails within the state of Minnesota. Now, I didn't see and hardly ever do see any DNR, any um, snowmobile patrol out there, uh, law enforcement. It's a very good community uh, if you're broke down uh, or need help. The next group coming on upon you will always ask if you need any help. Um, and there's, uh, there's there's phone call stations as well if so you need to call with a cell phone where you're at with your coordinates um, to uh, have someone help you out if you are ever stuck in a stranded location or if bad weather comes. But for the most part, the trails are all very well marked. It makes it easy. Uh, you can get a trail like this, a, a PDF file, zoom in, or even go on some sites that are interactive trail maps. You can zoom in and see where all the trails are, see what you're going to run into, where the local roads and highways are as well. A lot of these trails are 7, 10, 15 miles each, nothing big. You can add them all together and make a big trip if you want, or do a small loop and a short trip. But that's what we did this year. We'd like to have an annual episode on... Uh, snowmobiling here on Sports and Songs podcast, just to get everyone up to speed. Uh, we do cover all sports here. Snowmobiling is one of them. Big one. State of Minnesota, four-month sport. Big industry here in the state of Minnesota. Uh, if you get a chance to get out, uh, we saw a lot of people riding in groups, uh, groups of women, groups of ladies, groups of men, a lot of young guys, older guys going out in groups uh, together, um, five, six, seven at a time, sometimes just uh, two or three uh, people there's also up in beaver bay a location a group that does guided tours so you can go up there get a guided tour someone will be the leader of your group and then there'll, there'll be another person at the back end at the end of the trail at the end of the group that goes behind to make sure uh, um, everything's good to go and you'll go on a 15 or 20 or 30 mile tour and stop for lunch or something um, and if you don't have a snowmobile some of these Groups will also rent them out as well, so you can go up with the group whether you've got them or not. They'll take you on guided tours, um, take you through all the hot spots. A very good scenery up there with the state parks and everything else. Uh, please see the URL address at the bottom. Once again, this is Dan. 
Today's January 16th, 2023. We're on season four, episode number 10 here. This is a sports edition for Sports and Songs podcast. Thanks for listening.